feels so official these days, doesn't it? I know. With our producer in here giving us the mark. But I want the producer to say, Mark, give it to us. Yeah, I'm Brian Neal. Bill Kasky. And we are the Advanced Selling Podcast. We're here every Monday giving you tips and ideas and strategies to make your sales life better. Whether you're a salesperson or a sales manager or a CEO of a company or an owner, we're here for you. We got your back. We are at LinkedIn, advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. Very good. Go visit us on our LinkedIn page. And you can also LinkedIn to us while we are there. So have you ever been road raged? Bill, have you been road raged? Have I been like road rage? Has someone gotten angry with you on the road anytime recently? I've had a road rash. Drive road rash. Yeah, that was bad. No, I have. I was driving uh, north of here yesterday in a little town called Kokomo, and around four thirty-five o'clock at night, it gets really, really busy, and it's a virtually stop and go traffic for about four miles. So we're in this sort of stop and go traffic, and I was behind this this big semi truck. And the lane to my right was moving a little bit more quickly. When I say a little bit, like they're going six and we're going four. That's the difference. So I signal and I look over my right shoulder, as any good driver do to check their blind spot, and I pull over into the right lane. And I'm talking to a client on my phone. And there's a minivan there who gets behind me. And this woman starts going crazy. And then she pulls up next to me and it looks like a son is driving and she is there. And she's, I'm guessing in her mid-50s, looked a little disheveled a bit. <laughs> You're in get a lot of F-bombs here, but <laughs> get off your cell phone, going crazy, flips me off. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this poor woman is having an issue, right? And she keeps screaming and screaming. I pull up to her again. She starts yelling at me again. I mean, we're literally, this is like walking. Miles down was, the road. Yeah, totally. I'm like, I think I might get shot here. I told my client, if you hear shots, I've gotten shot by a woman in a blue minivan who's upset because I cut her off. She was going six. I was going four. Uh, that was quite frightening for me. I didn't respond. It was hard. It's hard not to respond in those scenarios yeah. where you want to like go back at the person. And so it was really, really tough for me to do. But if you're if you're having road rage that Pull badly, yeah. yeah, I might kind of check into life, you know, just yeah. kind of see what's going on there. And maybe there's a little bit more to it. Wow. Um, and I doubt she's a listener, so I think I'm safe. <laughs> you probably are guess. right. And, you know, the, the rule rage. I always have is whenever you hear about a crime committed and they say, oh, they don't know. They don't know who committed the, the crime. Yeah. I always say, yeah, they do. Eighty yeah. percent of the crimes are committed by people, you know. So this would have been uh, the 20 percent. Uh, totally. Didn't yeah, she you. didn't know me. No, she just knows that I was the guy that cut her off going six. You, you feel sad. Four. I mean, there's a sadness, rough. though, that uh, yeah. over, overcomes you when you see yeah. somebody. Who's the most upset. interesting part of the thing is she wasn't driving. The guy was driving. <laughs> he was fine she, with you. Totally. He was, I was watching him the whole time. And then she, she's, like, glaring at me in my mirror, and I'm looking at the driver who's driving. He's just sitting there. I think he was taking the same stuff I was, right? Oh, yeah. It's, he's probably, it's probably her husband. And we're, like, both, like, here. Like, I'm doing the eyeballs. Like, we're here, dude. Oh, well, I'm taking the brunt of this for you, bro. Funny. A couple shout-outs today, Brian. Um, Enric Werfelt. Yeah. He he is our most faithful Swedish listener. I love it. We need to go on a road trip to the EU. He says, uh, thank you for the great podcast. I already listened to your cast a couple of weeks ago, and now I listen to one episode on my way to work and a second on my way home. I feel like it's influencing my day-to-day performance and mental attitude to sales. And he has a question, which we will actually uh, handle that question in future this is a future episodes. Yeah. And then I've got a, a quick shout out to uh, one of our faithful long-term clients and listener who now, he told me yesterday, now it's Matthew. Matthew's from England. And I don't do a good UK accent here. But he told me yesterday, and I wanted to make sure I heard this right. He said, I listen to you guys at the end of the day when I'm mowing the grass on the toboggan. Do British people call lawnmower a toboggan? 
Or did I mishear him? Toboggan? I, I, I thought he said toboggan. I'll, I'll see him this afternoon. I'll clarify that. I could have swore he said toboggan. Does he had have an interesting dogs, name. Like a dog sled out there pulling? I don't know. <laughs> it's mush. He's mushing through the grass. That's beautiful. <laughs> so I'll ask Matthew. Is he going to enter the Iditarod? I, I don't he's... know. That, that He's practicing. I'll ask Matthew if that's what he said. I swore that's what he said. Do British people call lawnmowers toboggans? A riding Never. mower. A right, or a tractor. Oh. What do they call it? Tractor or a toboggan? Or I don't pulling know. pulling a toboggan. We I don't see. know. Anyway, I've got a shout out, too, yeah. also to uh, a good friend of our show, Dave yeah. Callahan. Yeah. We had the meetup in L.A. a yeah. few weeks ago, and I was out there. And you never know when you have a meetup who's going to show up. And you're always a little, you know, so I was packing heat. I was making sure I had a gun <laughs> in case we had some, the lady from Kokomo who showed up. Uh, but I was sitting in the bar at the uh, Four Seasons in Thousand Oaks. And uh, about quarter after five, I said, anybody wants to come, I'll be there at five. I'll buy him a drink. And quarter after i hear my name bill, bill kasky love it and it was dave callahan he yep. works for a cressa partners that's real a commercial real estate firm out there and he was nice enough to come by we had a great chat we spent about an hour together and had Fantastic. a couple beers and uh, got to know him and a uh, really good guy and loves the podcast so beautiful. shout out to dave beautiful and on that note uh we're uh, on the road show as bill and i go out we're going to start telling you where we are i am going to be in the uk of uh, a long-term client. I'm going over there for them. Uh, I've been there several times in the past, and, and they've asked me to go back. On November the 6th, I'll be there the 4th, 5th, and 6th in a town called Peterborough. But on the on the evening of November 6th, I'll be down in London. I don't know where I'm staying yet. It'll be near Heathrow Airport, okay. but I will invite people to go out. And our goal here, we're going to exponentially grow our live crowds. And what that means is we're going to double it each time we go. <laughs> so Bill had one come to his. My goal is to have two people I don't know meet me do in London, England on the uh, afternoon, evening of November 6th. I'll buy the beers. Excellent. The pints. I bet you'll have more than the I bet I'll have two. Ah, uh, you have more than that. I got a little head we got start a lot, here, We got so a lot we'll of see. London. Well, uh, a lot of London listeners. So I think love it's to easier, chat with you all. It's easier to get around in London probably than it is the west side of L.A. at 5 o'clock. I, I think they're both to, brutal. Yeah. Getting around London is brutal. It is painful. True. Yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. But they're very polite, though, about it. Anywho, let's talk about topic. our topic today. Yep. Uh, this came up actually just this morning. I got a text from CEO of one of my clients, bright and early, said, I need you to call me. Situation is this. We've got a long-term, very healthy, very strong relationship, very profitable relationship. And we've had a, a situation, as a lot of relationships do, where we've got some discrepancy in a, a, whether it's a project or a delivery, whatever it is in your business, where there's either um, you signed up for this certain level of scope and we feel like um, we either got shortchanged or it wasn't what we thought or we're not going to pay you full price and we have a uh, an invoice discrepancy. We, we we, you think we owe you 50 grand, we think we only owe you 30, and now we've got some angst. Or it could be anything at all. It could be a, a delivery of uh, the way you manage the project. But there's some angst all of a sudden in a relationship. Yeah. And it starts to bubble up, and now it becomes a real serious issue. I want to talk about how do we handle it when I've got a good long-term relationship that starts to go south. Mm -hmm. Not one that just has a little road bump, but one that seriously comes to a head where it could potentially end the relationship. Yeah. How do we handle that as a salesperson? That's a great question. It really is, isn't it? So we're going to ponder that for 10 minutes and we'll come back and give you our answer. Oh. <laughs> All right. I did yoga this morning. I was oming at 6 a.m. Wow. Right and early. Oming um, at 6. Yep. Yeah, I think the question is a is a bigger question also than just when, when a problem hits because I had a situation similar to that where uh, I have a client who's calling on this large customer, and they're getting ready to buy something new, and they've done a terrible job of managing the relationship. Mm. So it's not, I wouldn't call it really a, a problem, but it's an opportunity that they may not get because they've been 
they've kind of let their relationship go, and they're just assuming that if we do good work, they're going to love us forever. Right, right. And uh, so I think this is a great question, probably one that we devote a whole series of podcasts to, is how do you retain relationships and grow them so that when stuff like this happens, it doesn't mean the end of it? No, definitely not, no. Um, And so a couple of of tips for you to think about, and I'll start with a couple that I gave my client this morning. We always start inner game and mentality here, and I think it's important to – place this relationship in the right place in your mind. And it's really, really hard, I think virtually impossible to not be attached to long-term relationships because yeah. most of most of all they're good and they're collaborative and you're tight with them. And when they start to get to that point where there's some angst and it's gonna it, it runs the risk of ending, it makes it really, really hard on you. I don't recommend that you full on detach from something like this. A lot of people want to say, oh, I'll be detached and I'll just go in there and I don't care if they be really careful with that because I think you can get too detached. I think what you need to have there is a healthy attachment. That's how I'd frame it up. So if you're preparing mentally for this meeting, I think you need to be cautiously attached or or have healthy attachment to what's going on there Mm -hmm. to be protective of yourself and understand that the outcome might be this is the beginning of the end. This thing might come to unwind and start to be uh, okay with that, but not so okay with it that you're reckless in the meeting. That would be my first yeah. bit of advice. Yeah. I think also my tip would be uh, find out exactly where where it is because I can be upset at you as a as a vendor of mine, and that could be anything from I'm upset at you and I'm I'm going to make the call this afternoon to end it, or I'm upset at you and if you don't change it in the next two years, you're going to be out in 2016. Ah, yes. And so trying to determine where they actually are on this spectrum of unhappiness and getting ready to changeness yes uh, is is important now it's going to be hard for you to ascertain that because you, I don't know that you can just ask someone well we're on a scale of 1 to 10 where are you right. but I think you have to ask a lot of questions to find out not how serious is this because it's serious if yeah. it's being brought up but for sure. but we always talk about how we have to meet the customer where they are or uh-huh. meet the prospect where they are if we don't know where they are it becomes hard to meet them where they are no doubt so I think uh, maybe a fair amount of uh, self assessment and instincts of where are they on this scale of I'm going to change tomorrow to I've got a little time. Yeah, that's very good. Very good. So clarification of where, clarification really are, of where they are. Yeah. Next, I put this is very tactical. This is one of the hardest things to do in this situation is do not defend yourself. Everyone wants to go in here, I think, yeah. sometimes and say, we need to state our case. We need to defend ourselves. We need to tell them why this happened. And what's interesting is the tone of defense invites a fight back. I would contend that you can go in and you can hold ground and not be defensive. You can defend yourself without defensive language. You can say things like, you know, as we look at this from our perspective, we're trying to find every way we can to discount it down or to throw in the extra scope. And in the spirit of the relationship and the integrity of our business, I just can't find a way to do that. I wish I could. In this case, we've got to have full payment. So I've just sort of defended, I've sort of, I have defended myself and, and stay, put a line in the sand. I have it done in a way that says it's defensive. Yeah. It's defensive, yeah. right? Yeah. So the language there is critical. You can't have defensive language in this scenario. I don't believe. I don't think that's healthy. So that's a, that is a profound rule. There is you can defend without being defensive. Yes. Once you're defensive, yes. that that's what invites the fight back, and yep. then they're going to be defensive. And, yeah, yeah. Completely. It's very, really very hard to do. It's very difficult to do, but it absolutely can be done. Yeah. 
It's the way to do it. I, I've got a client who's spending a lot of time with this. It's the same one I just talked about earlier about they, they recommended a solution a couple of years ago, and now the solution they recommended apparently has not worked as well as it could have. And really the blame, usually the blame in these things falls on a lot of different, yep. in a lot of different places. And so now the customers ask them to go back and cite all of the emails, all of the written documentation, kind of do a CYA yes. on. And I, I said to my guy, it's like, well, what? Well, is that really so? What's that going to prove? You're going to prove that you're right. They're going to yep. prove that they were right. Well, that has that's not going to change. So it's not like they're going to say, "Oh, you're right, man. We screwed up." They're not yep. going to say that. No. So, what's no. the what's the point? But yep. uh, my other tip here was uh, so you meet them where they are, and I think this this is probably not so much a tip when you're in this position, but it's a tip for to avoid the position, uh-huh. and that is I think we spend a lot of time with with brand new prospects. To the to the ignorant, we ignore current clients, mm, and I know I've been I've been guilty of that too. Sometimes yeah. is we think again, we think our work speaks for itself, but yet think about how many changes there are at client sites over the course of a year. It's supposedly twenty to thirty percent of the people change, or their systems change, or their priorities change. It's good, and if you're not managing that and and in there rooting around trying to find out what the changes are, you will be caught blindsided. This really is a blessing in a way because they know there's a problem. What if you don't know there's a problem? All of a sudden, mm. one day you're out. That happens a lot, doesn't happens it? happens a lot. All the time. And if you're not, if you're not focused, uh, spending focused attention time on cultivating bigger relationships better, continuing to ask what the problems are. Uh, because in some meeting, we always say, and you've said it before, in some meeting there's going to be somebody who doesn't know you, and you're not invited to that meeting, and they're going to they're going to uh, sabotage you. No doubt. Absolutely. That's good. Very oh. good. Uh, again, find us at uh, advancedsellingpodcast.com slash LinkedIn. That is our LinkedIn group. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd love to see any of you UK people on Wednesday, November 6th. I'll, uh, time and date or time and location to be determined. We're looking for two there. Mm-hmm. And uh, by all means, send us a, a question, if you would. We're doing a lot of mailbag work. So send us a question on the LinkedIn group or to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. And we will certainly use your question on the air if we can. And don't forget the app, the Advanced Selling Podcast app. It's free now and beginning in the middle of October. You will get Hot Tip Thursday. And we also want to hear how you're how you're liking Hot Tip Thursday because we've yeah. sent a few down the, the pike, as we say, here in the business, the podcarting business. It's my sizzle sound. All right. Well, see you next time. Bye. Bye.